three, two, one, cue my theme song. I, Professor Burkhead, took some old spare parts and built a new machine to reveal just what is in our hearts, to connect with animals and people and bridge that great divide. I had to keep my work a secret, so in space I would reside. I fueled my rocket, I took a flyer, and on my space station, I built the unifier. Now it's a perfect fit for both morticians and crows. Surely with subjects this good, nobody will oppose. And if they do, too bad, we're all ready to begin. Cause this is the time. Yeah, baby, it's the groove. Cause this is the place where I say it's nice to be with you. <laughs> now that's a theme song. Before we get back to the show, I just want to say how much we have loved bringing you shows like Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches or the new Earth Rangers Underground podcast. And especially the new episodes in the Six Minutes feed, the ones about the Cyrus Lost Tapes. And this is when I need to say a big thank you to all our GZM subscribers. Your support makes independent audio like this possible. If you're not a GZM subscriber yet, right now is the time to join for ad-free listening, early access, and more. Show your support and learn more at gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Help us bring you more great shows by becoming a subscriber today. And thank you. Ah, who could ask for a more perfect day for a unification? Two more test subjects, if you please. Unifier operational. Ah. Um, hi, are you with the Kane family? Uh, your plans may be changing just a little bit for the next, uh, a while. As they often do, you know, in my industry we like to say the, the bodies are stiff, but we are flexible. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and assume that you're a mortician because... I know what you're going to say, okay? I know I have pallid skin and greasy black hair. And yes, I did choose to wear a three-piece pinstriped suit. But does that mean I'm not a nice guy? Surely not. And Taylor, uh, translator, please? I want to say hello to our winged friend as well. Hi. Oh, I'm sorry if I've disturbed you in any way. No, that's just my voice. Uh, Very well. Uh, Welcome aboard the Unifier nonetheless. I am Professor Jameson Burkhead, and the two of you have been teleported from the surface of Earth to bring your minds into a state of conjunction that we call unification. So, thank you for your participation. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Yeah, it's very exciting for a crow to be in space. The way you're saying that makes me think it's not exciting for a crow. No, again, that's just my voice. Yeah, I think I'm just sort of misreading you. Uh, I'm going to seal the two of you in this chamber. That's uh, kind of what I do for a living. <laughs> this guy is really good with the lines. I get that one. That's a good one. Thank you so much, Crow. And uh, can you see me up here in the observation booth? Yes, yes, I can indeed. Hello. I have incredibly good eyesight, so I definitely see you all the way up there. Well, wonderful to hear. Uh, as I said, I am Professor James. You're part of a scientific... We sort of went over this. Why don't we actually uh, get to know each other just a little bit? You on the left, why don't you go ahead and tell us uh, who you are, where you're from? Animal. Introduction. So, my name is Clarice. I live near this really cute little farm. I could be considered a loner. I mean, if I wanted to hang out in a murder, that's what we call a group of crows. 
Ah, yes, I see. I could. I just choose not to. Well, and uh, you on the right, uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us who you are and where you're from and what is it that you do? Human introduction. Of course. Uh, my name is Marcus. I'm the funeral director here at Norris Funeral Services. I guess I would also describe myself as a bit of a loner, so Clarice, you and I have that in common. Not a lot of people want to hang out with a, a mortician, but I do feel like I'm I'm providing an important service for those going through a, a recent loss. I like to think of myself as a, a facilitator. I'm, I'm here to help them in their time of need. Wow, that's really beautiful. Thank you. I feel like people also don't want to hang out with me, but I'm really doing a service because crows like to eat invasive pests. You and I both, it sounds like we're both doing something that, you know, no one else in society wants to do. Yeah. Yeah, you know, this is actually quite interesting. Both of you sort of deal with aspects of life on Earth that are some people perhaps view as unsavory, and you're given sort of a spooky reputation for it, despite the fact that we need both of you very badly. Yeah, you know, and I I try and come across as friendly. Marcus, I don't know if you're feeling this way, but it's a little warm in here. I was going to say. Uh, Could we adjust? Yes, absolutely. We can drop the temp. Uh, Taylor, do you want to? Okay, is that, how about that? That's great. It it actually looks like um, the dew point in here is reaching such that there is a a bit of a fog for There is a bit of a fog. I love a good fog. Yeah, that's a nice chill in the air. Connection. Building. It's honestly a bit cold for me, but upon the appearance of the fog, the two are in an 86% unification. Almost unheard of so early. Well, let's continue on. Clarice, perhaps you could run us through a regular day for you as a crow. You know, as someone who is solitary, I really have the day to myself to forage when I feel like it. Sometimes I like to go through the farmhouse family's garbage. Sometimes things from my scrapbook. And then, you know, I'll just sit on a branch and... Oh, sorry. Didn't expect the cough. You know, no one ever does. Yes, of course. Uh, Well, Marcus, same question. What's a regular day like for you as a mortician? Oh, sure. Well, you know, I I try and keep normal hours, but I'm really... I'm on call because uh, death doesn't wait as we like to say in our industry, you know. I, I've gotten calls two in the morning, four in the morning. But on a normal normal day, I'll wake up, head into the office, you know. And not to interrupt you, Marcus, but I did want to ask about the humor. You know, you're quite funny for someone responsible for tending to the dead, if you don't mind my saying. Well, we try and keep things light at the Norris Funeral Services, you know. Um, a lot of people think that their, their funeral home should be doused in gray. I keep my lobby in tasteful pastels, you know, I like to inject a little bit of a little bit of life into the industry because if there's one thing that we're lacking in the funeral industry, it's life. <laughs> I can see how that would happen. Wow, you definitely got me too. Is this your smiling face, Clarice? It is indeed. Can't you tell? It's a, it's a little tricky to differentiate it from your regular face. Okay, let me show you. This is my regular face. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now this is me smiling at Marcus's joke. I think I might be too far away to really appreciate that. I stare at faces uh, all day and try and put some expression into them, so I I can appreciate the subtle nuances between the two. Thank you. You two are getting along so well. Uh, Why don't we deactivate the suspension fields, keeping you two separate from one another, so you might interact with one another physically? Deactivating force field. Oh, that is beautiful plumage, I must say, Clarice.
Thank you. I am very keen to preen. Now, I couldn't quite hear you through the force field. Would you mind giving me just like a a full call? (laughs) That is gorgeous, Clarice. I'm a huge fan. I am blushing. I don't know if you can tell. Uh, is that... You know, I've met all sorts in my line of work, and, and if this is your way of expressing your liveliness, I'm here for it. Thank you, Marcus. Personally, I, I think that crows are, are beautiful creatures, and, and I feel honored to be in your presence. Clarice, you have to remember you've got a fan in Marcus. I have an impeccable memory. And in fact, now that I've seen both of your faces, I will never forget who you are. Connection. Building. Ah, yes, I forgot that. Crow's excellent memory for faces. And in fact, we're over 90% already. So let's continue on to the introduction of a random object, a.k.a. the IRO. Uh, Taylor, do you want to go ahead and drop in the IRO? Introduction of random object. Oh. Watch yourself, uh. That's a beautiful specimen. It's a big pumpkin, though. Uh, Careful, uh, Clarice. Well, this pumpkin is nearly my height, which is 15 inches. And a a beautiful hue. I mean, the coloration on this, the the shape of it. This is a a picturesque pumpkin, if I do say so myself. Mm, And it's just at season. This is nice and hollow. Oh, you know what they say about a a peak season hollow pumpkin? That is... Prime jack-o'-lantern territory. Would either of you mind if I if I dove right in here and tried to carve a jack-o'-lantern into this pumpkin? Marcus, the IRO is for you to interact with however you choose, so whatever you deem appropriate. Well, I never leave home without my uh, my trusty knife kit that I have right here on the inside of my coat pocket. That's incredibly handy. Well, hopefully sterilized before use, but... Of course. I simply don't know what to do with the, the remains, the discards, the innards of this pumpkin. I have just the idea. Clarice, I don't mean to pry, but what are you going to do with the insides of that pumpkin? What you want to do is to meticulously pick through and just find the seeds. I gotta say, it's a very delicate picking that you're doing with your beak there, Clarice. I'm known for my exacting nature. Truly, you know, I like to pick pests off of crops, pick a carcass clean. You know, I'm just, I'm a forager. That's beautifully put. I, on the other hand, fancy myself a bit of an artiste. Tell me what you both think of this number right Whoa. here. <gasps> oh, Marcus, please. I'll be the first to admit I got a little scared by that pumpkin. Samesies. Like in a in a good, fearful way or like a... Well, now that I'm ready for it, yes, I'm enjoying it. But boy, uh, it's quite a... A sinister grin on this jack-o'-lantern. Thank you. Thanks. There's still so much expression in the eyes. Thank you. That you know, that is the hardest part to get is is a little bit of life in the eyes, and I really pride myself on being able to add life where there is none. What a wonderful philosophy for a mortician to have, Marcus. A celebration of life. You get it. You get it, Professor. Exactly. Well, you know, I deal with a lot of people and a lot of animals uh, here aboard the Unifier, and I have to say, there's not a single one that has not had death be part of their life at some point. In fact, we talked to a mosquito who only lived for seven days. They're thinking about it all the time. You know, why not approach it with some... Some gusto, some joie de vivre. Yes, indeed, indeed. Clarice, you are certainly making a meal out of those uh, pumpkin pieces. Well, I also don't want anything to go to waste, so I'm just going to enjoy this raw pumpkin goop. I hope no one minds. Minds? Heck no. Honestly, if if we could communicate with crows 
and discard our pumpkin goop for them, I'm sure we would because you're doing an excellent job. Now, of course, um, where would you like me to put all these seeds? Taylor, can we drop down some sort of receptacle? Thank you, Taylor. Uh, yeah, you can, if you want to just drop them in there. I hope you enjoy them as much as I've enjoyed picking them out for you. Yeah, Professor Burkhead, are you going to uh, stick these in the oven and roast them? Connection. Building. Excellent suggestion, Marcus. Uh, Taylor, let's toss those with a little olive oil and them. throw them in the oven, please. Well, it'll be a nice treat in a moment, but in the meantime, we are at 99% unification. I mean, we're nearly there. We're just missing something. You know what I do is I, I journal a lot, and that, that helps me work through sort of my, my feelings. Certainly, if you need to take a moment to do that. Um... I'm happy to help with that. Oh, a natural feathered quill. Clarice, how very kind of you. I just the moment presented itself. I'm sorry, the only thing we have to write on is this sort of old paper that's sort of all rolled up. Ancient parchment. That's my favorite writing surface. Do you have a decrepit inkwell I could dip this feather into? This inkwell isn't exactly decrepit, but it should do the job. And I'll drop down a candle for your jack-o'-lantern. Would that help? Perfect. Yes. So I'm going to sit here and I'm going to write on this parchment with my feathered quill. The candlelight emitting from the jack-o'-lantern right now is just the vibe in here. Clarice, would you like to perch upon any part of this? I'm so glad you offered. I could just nestle in here on your shoulder. That's perfect, and I'll I'll get to journaling. Taylor, use the cameras. Take a photograph. Okay, zoom in a little bit. Just a little bit. Yes, yes, perfect. All right, here, I, I put it up on the screen. Oh, my goodness. Look at us. What a pair. What a pair. Unification complete. <laughs> my hypothesis has borne fruit. Marcus and Clarice, by creating this perfectly spooky tableau, you've achieved a full unification. Doesn't surprise me one bit. Well, upon achieving unification, you will be returned to Earth in about 20 seconds, so if you have anything to say to one another, I would do it now. Uh, Clarice, I'd love to get lunch sometime, so if you you know where to find me. I'll absolutely look you up. I would never forget where you are or your face. Perfect. Cindy up front will take care of you. We'll schedule it soon. Well, I hope you two enjoy a wonderful lunch date, uh, and farewell! I know they were both very friendly, but it got really spooky. Can we turn the lights back on? Because this is the time! Yeah, baby, it's the groove! Because this is the place where I say it's nice to meet you! Oh, and they didn't stick around for the roasted pumpkin seeds. (laughs) Well, they're lost. (laughs) Just for you and I, Taylor. Well, happy Halloween. I wore winter boots every day for two years. I hate climbing trees. I'm Deborah Goldstein, host of the podcast The Big Fib, and half of those statements were indeed fibs. On every episode of The Big Fib, we bring on two grown-ups. One is an expert and the other is a liar. And it's the job of our human child contestant to help us figure out who is who, because no one can spot a liar better than a kid. We've had episodes on everything from Minecraft to mythology and from Lego to libraries. Join me and my robot co-host Lisa on The Big Fib on Apple Podcasts or on gzmshows.com.